Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam and here's Danielle. Hi. And Here, here's Jonah. He wants to say hi. Hi. <laughs> Very impressive, Jonah. I'm so proud of you. The first time you want to talk into the mic. <laughs> so today we're uh, talking about one of our most requested topics ever. We, I'm constantly getting message from people asking uh, us to do some some episodes on blending families and step parenting. And after watching a, a marriage story, which I watched recently and you just watched, um, I was really so shocked with how much I didn't realize about the whole divorce process, even though I know it's devastating. You know, we haven't personally gone through it. Uh, so there's so much I don't know. And we're actually going to do an episode on a marriage story. Yes, um, I'm al- almost done with the episode with the movie. Uh-huh. And it's okay yeah I'll, I'll, I'll it. leave it okay yeah don't even talk i'm about gonna it save yet. it too yeah um but i wanted to talk to Naja because not only has she been through the process of blending a family herself she's a stepmom with three kids Naja is a master step family coach author speaker educator and podcaster she has a podcast uh, i know i'm crazy which you got to check out i binged it in just three years her brand leads the millennial blended family niche and her family and coaching agency provides resources to over 200,000 adults on a daily basis. Naja sees the family as a singular most important system in our society. And with over 50% of today's modern families having partners who have remarried or recoupled, she aims to provide resources that reshape the misconceptions that prevent members of step families from thriving. She passionately provides families and individuals the tools by which they can learn to form a more cohesive unit free of the drama that usually surrounds divorce, separation, and remarriage. She's also really fun and really easy to talk to. I was just going to say, all that's really cool and great. I just love talking to her. Her personality was amazing. I had so much fun just talking to her. And that's what I love about this episode. It was just hearing her speak. It was so much fun. Yeah, she's great. You're going to love this episode. Check her out after at najahall.com. Also, if you go to our Friday Five from last week on uh, marriageandmartinis.com slash blog, you can get all the information about her and also lots of other resources uh, for blended families. So I really think you're going to enjoy this episode, even if you have not been through it or don't plan on going through a divorce or blending families. Still, I'm telling you, you're going to get something out of it. Enjoy. Well, thanks so much for being here, Naja. Thank you for having me. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you guys. And I don't too many, but I we like what you guys you. are doing. Thank you. Well, I yes, I binged a bunch of your podcast episodes this week. And I learned a lot, I have to say. Oh, and you still had me on here? Wow. Oh, no, you're <laughs> awesome. I love your no bullshit attitude. I think it's fantastic. 
Thank you. I do. I, I do have one problem with you guys, though. Uh oh, just one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Yeah. No, you know because come to find out that I'm in New York City and you guys are right across the bridge in Jersey. We could have done this in person and had real martinis. So uh, right. I'm a little upset about that. That we're not together doing this. Well, we're like you said, we're only an hour away. So get into a car, come on over, and let's do this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll make up for it next time. Okay. We will. We'll do, we'll do it again for sure. If I get invited back after this, then I will definitely come. And I will be there. <laughs> we would love it. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? Danielle said she binge listened to a bunch of your episodes, and you're like, "Oh no!" I have the same reaction when, when I meet somebody and they say, "I listen to you." I've listened to a bunch, of, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. Really? <laughs> <You're> oh. Like, <laughs> You're like, are they going to hit me? Oh, I know. <laughs> are they going to hit me? Right. I think I was worrying about that for I a did, little while. I did say that once in one of our episodes. <laughs> yes. But I'm totally fascinated by what you do because I feel like are you, you're kind of in this, this genre of, because you're a step family coach. Yes. You founded uh-huh. this VIP stepmom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have uh, Blended in Black. Yes. Uh-huh. And you have a podcast that's called I Know I'm Crazy. Yep. Okay. And I, all good, of, lady. I'm good. I do my research. You know all the stuff. <laughs> so I want to find out why, what brought you into the whole step family aspect of things. I know you've personally gone through blending a family, but was this something that you did before that? Or is this sort of like, was it at the same time? Well, no, it wasn't. I kind of. <laughs> This was not a career that I ever thought I would have. This is not a life that I ever planned for. I planned on having a career in radio and being a famous actress and at least on my fourth husband by now. But <laughs> life didn't really work out like that. I met this awesome fella and me, you know, single girl at the time, single girl, sex in the city, going out with my girlfriends, looking fabulous, wasting money on expensive shoes. And I was, I prided myself on I'm not going to date somebody's baby daddy. I'm not trying to be a stepmom. I've heard about the baby mama drama. Um, I had friends that had gone through it. And my parents are celebrating 43 years of marriage. So I I grew up seeing a family of very strong marriages. There's no divorce in my family. There's no single parent, you know, just anything like that. And so I knew this was not something that I knew how to do. And then I met this dude online. I tell people I met my husband. I ordered him off the internet. But we we (laughs) went on the dating website. And he just literally turned out to be the best human being I'd ever met. He just was the best man I'd ever met. And you, if you guys out there listening, I don't know where you are in the world, but if you know anything about New York City, people do not here come here to fall in love. They come here to make it. And so all the other guys that I before him I mean he just trumped them so massively and it just so happened that he was a divorced dad of three not one not two but three and that really the I'll say this the reasons all of my prejudgments for not wanting to date someone with kids they all started happening when I tell you it was nuts I mean restraining orders and harassment and I'm gonna kill you bitch and the stuff that you knew before, not that no, was going on in his life. To me. Yeah, this is what started happening to me. Oh, because no. I fell wow. in love with a guy that had a life before me, and his life was, and I'll say this divorces are devastating. Divorces, as they say, are like the death of an original family unit. So here comes my pretty ass walking up at this funeral, this family that's grieving, like, hey, guys, you want cookies? 
feel like there was no place for me in this um in this family that had become dismantled but my husband who he's now my husband he invited me there he wanted me there but i was quickly let everybody else let me know that i wasn't welcome and i wasn't wanted and i immediately started feeling um the the growing pains or the failure of what happened i had no hand in this i didn't even know the guy you know when he was going through all that stuff but you know it that's not what my experience said from the outside looking in you would have thought that i went in there and took that man out of someone's house and so the way that I started dealing with it, I guess was exemplary. I would talk about it online sometimes. Um, I had another blog. It was a really popular lifestyle blog back in the day called MissNausea.com. And I was talking about it sometimes and all these girls were writing me. And then guys were starting to write me. And I was like, this, this kind of is a thing. And so I created a Facebook group and the Facebook group grew into me just giving advice to people because I can say that I really handled this in the most gangster way. You know, I didn't get depressed. I didn't get anxiety. I didn't go to jail. I didn't lose my relationship, but all of these things are happening to people on a daily basis because they don't know how to break up properly. They don't know how to, as they call it, consciously uncouple. They don't know how to step parent or co-parent or just go through any sort of life transition. And this, this is kind of where I built my business very unintentionally, um, just by helping people to navigate some of these really tough life situations. Damn, that was a long ass answer, but I hope you guys got the point. Oh, I'm glad you gave us a long <laughs> answer. There's a lot to tell. How old were yeah. the kids when, when you were first introduced? At that time, um, the oldest was seven and the two younger ones were almost two years old. And by the way, I tell any woman, do not date a guy with young babies. You know, I, I, I've i gone through all this stuff so that you guys don't have to, you know, take the same route I do. I want to make it as easy as possible. So at the, beginning, at the beginning, was there ever any point when you were like, fuck this, I'm not doing it? Uh, probably every day. Yeah. Probably, probably every day. Because you know what? It, you have this great human being that's right beside you. And he's in the other room right now. I think he's like ear hustling, but you have this great human being that's right beside you, but they're attached to a really bad circumstance. And it's hard to separate the two. I'm human. You know, you guys are human. It's very, very difficult to be like, okay, you're a great person. You just got a bad thing going on right now. Um, and if you weren't in my life, then I wouldn't have to necessarily deal with this. So that means you got to be a really uh, great person in order for someone to kind of deal with that. Right. So, okay. So how is your relationship with the kids now? Oh my God. Absolutely wonderful. And it's been about seven years, um, you know, since we've been in one another's lives. It's really cool. Thank God. I, I you know, I, I say God always gives you double, double for your trouble. I have a really good mother-in-law and I've heard of a lot of women that have awful in-laws and awful, a lot of guys that have awful in-laws and um, people that have stepchildren that torture them. But in my case, that thank god i'm so thankful that's not been the case they're very sweet they're very well mannered um and they show me a lot of love as a matter of fact every time we end a visit i'll i always say to the kids hey listen guys thank you so much for welcoming me into your family because i know i'm the last one to become a hall but i really appreciate you guys just just, just treating me so well and in my mind that kind of gives them a sense of responsibility to know that I expect this of them, but I'm also acknowledging the fact that they are trying. And, and I do appreciate them because I, I know for a fact it can be a whole heck of a lot worse. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know from your podcast. <laughs> Girl, yes. 
Yeah, we go there. <laughs> right, but it is true that we get requests all the time to talk about this because yeah. we're married, but we have certainly come close more than once to separating. Mm. And I think that there are so many people out there who there aren't that many people willing to talk about it. And the whole step parent thing has such a negative stigma. It does. Does yeah. it? Does yes. it I mean, is that is that kind of the? I don't know. What's the, what's the first thing that pops into well, your head? Cinderella. When you think, right. Yeah. Of course. I mean, oh, but yeah. it's, a, it's a, a fairy tale story. But I mean, is that really the? But that's norm? the first thing that pops into your head. Yeah. I guess. I mean, oh, you know, certainly isn't it. like a mom, like a stepmom, like hugging her kid, you know, like them all like skipping yeah. off into the sunset holding hands. Well, Disney needs to make a movie about a wonderful, loving stepmother. Well, maybe they'll you know what? They're their Disney. next. Uh, <laughs> so, Sir Walt Disney really did a number on <laughs> us stepmothers, because if you think about it, every single movie he's done, had, well, not every single one, you know, it has like a, a deer whose mom gets shot. And then, or, you know, there's no mother figure or it has Cinderella or it has uh, Snow White, like all of these figures where there's some evil woman who is trying to harm a beautiful young girl uh, mm-hmm. or, or a young child. And I was like, I had to, as a matter of fact, I did a case study. I was like, why is Walt Disney so pissed off at stepmoms? Come to find <laughs> out, he lost his, after he had gotten all of his money, he got this wealth, he bought his parents a house. The new house had a faulty furnace in it. The house burnt down with his parents in it. Um, I'm sorry, with his mother in it. So his dad survived, but mom did not. And I could never find a record of dad remarrying, but dad did have girlfriends. And I said, you know what? Walt Disney must have had some traumatic childhood experience. And now, you know, the rest of us stepmoms are kind of paying for it. So somebody, some woman did some something really bad to him back in the day. Of course, we'll never know because she's been erased from um, from the record and dad never legally remarried. So do you really think that's where the negative connotation stem- stems from? Do you think or- he didn't help it, but right. I mean, he surely didn't help it. However, you got to look at motherhood. It, a mother is next to God in all cult- cultures, maternity, motherhood, being a woman, this essence of being pure and we all know how babies get here but people can't even imagine their mothers having sex and making love like they people cannot do that and so there's almost this altar that us women uh, mothers are placed and we can really do no wrong and so when you have another woman impeding on the territory of a biological mother she's automatically probably going to be demonized it's a sense of competition. It's a sense of invading and impeding, as I said. Um, it's really, uh, it's different with stepdads, so because people kind of don't hold men, fathers to that same standard. I mean, as we can look at Father's Day and Mother's Day commercials and tell the difference. But, you know, so yeah, with women especially, you, that sense of competition and that sense of fear is already deeply embedded in us. Like, oh my God, you're trying to put, replace me. You want to take my kids from me. You want to compete with me. You want to show my children some things that I cannot. And so, you know, it's a very difficult thing stepping in. You don't want to step on anybody's toes. You just kind of want to step up and you, you really need to know when to step out. If you haven't heard of happy cards yet, you need to go check these out because each one has a fun theme like happy beauty, happy bride, happy eats, happy lady, happy teen. And then within each category, you can go to all these places within that topic 
Like if you, you know, if you have the one that's uh, Happy You, you can go to Macy's, you can go to Ulta, you can go to like all these different places just for pampering yourself or with teens. They have all categories that your kid loves but doesn't want you to pick out for them something. So they go themselves to the store and pick it out. It's perfect. Well, I saw Buffalo Wild Wings on there. Yep. So I was sold. You and our son. <laughs> yep. They both love Man it. Me and in love us some Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh-huh. And they're we were so, so happy that... Happy. We were so happy that exactly. it was there. Exactly. Well, that's what the card is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you happy. And there are so many fun places. And if you're looking for a special gift for your wife, treat her to a happy her, which includes Macy's, Ulta, Spa Finder, Sephora, Pete's Coffee. We love some My, Pete's yeah, Coffee. Our favorite. Yep. Or Happy Beauty, which includes Sephora, Sally Beauty, Lord & Taylor, Spa Finder, LA Fitness, uh, Ulta Beauty, so many different places. It's an awesome Valentine's Day gift. And if you go to giftcards.com slash happy, you can get free shipping on the gift cards all season long for Valentine's Day, or just go and pick one up at your local grocery store. So giftcards.com slash happy, or head wherever you get your gift cards today. If someone was to ask me what my most favorite find of 2019 is, or was, I would say Modern Gents. Good call. I, yeah, yes. I found a lot of great companies that I absolutely loved in 2019 and got turned on to a lot of really awesome products. But Modern Gents, the ring that I got was just something that I was so looking for that I didn't know existed. And the thing that's so amazing about them is that their rings are made with high quality materials and are handcrafted for precision. And they provide an affordable ring and a ring that will stand the test of time. And when I say affordable, like ridiculously affordable and so gorgeous. I've gotten so many messages from women saying I lost my ring two years ago and I haven't replaced it because I don't want to spend the money, which was the same reason um, why I wasn't going to get another ring after we decided to sell mine because I just, I, you know, I just didn't want, I couldn't spend the money even if it was going to be like less than the other ring. But then I found Modern Gents. And their goal is to make it so that couples spend their money on travel and experiences and less on a rock on your finger. That's why they created conflict-free, affordable wedding and engagement rings. Also, during pregnancy, your fingers can swell and then your regular rings don't fit. No problem. Order your size for Modern Gents and wear it until your ring fits again. So you have to go check them out. That's the only way I, it does, I tell everybody, like, you won't... You have to see it to believe it and actually have to see it in person because I was skeptical until I actually opened the box and saw the ring myself. I did not think it was going to be that gorgeous. But if you head to modgents.com, that's M-O-D-G-E-N-T-S dot com and put in promo code VDAYMARTINI, V-D-A-Y-M-A-R-T-I-N-I, and you'll get 25% off every purchase over $25. That's modgents.com, promo code VDAYMARTINI. And I promise you, you are going to be blown away by what you say. So do you think it was a good thing that the kids were so young? I know the seven-year-old, you know, probably had, you know, good, or not good, but at least memories of being with their biological mother. Yeah. But the two-year-olds, you know, probably not so much. The, so that probably, you know, helps your situation, right? You know what? The little ones have no recollection of their parents being in an item. I think one day one of them was like, hey, dad, were you ever married to my mom? But the older one, she has very fond memories and she suffered the most trauma because she saw a lot of unnecessary stuff. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons I started doing the work that I do is because the, of her. 
and the things that I witnessed that she saw at the hands of an unhinged parent, a parent that was in a lot of pain and that literally poured the pain onto the child and tried to sever the father-daughter bond and tried to get that child to hate her father and stopped contact for months at a time. You know, I witnessed this stuff. I'd never seen anything like this in my life. I didn't even know this kind of thing existed. And so it infuriated me. Um, you know, they say you, you want to, you want to get something done, piss a woman off. And that's what happened because I just could not believe. I was like, why would you will Why would you knowingly traumatize a child and try to rip this bond away? And I realized, you know, hurt, fear, not knowing how to resolve conflict, not knowing where to put your anger. You know, all, all of this was happening. And I just, I just vowed. I said, if my family makes it through this, well, first of all, if I can stick this out, <laughs> I yeah. said, if we make it through this and I'm going to show other people that you don't have to be this way. So with the, with the older one you asked about, um, she saw a lot of stuff. She saw a lot of like really bad stuff and it was heartbreaking. And um, it definitely affects how she's able to be with me. Um, but the one thing about her is the level of resilience that she has. She's ex extremely sweet. She's never been rude, never been short. I mean, she's just a great human being for having to have gone through what she went through. And she can still look me in the eye and treat me like a human and not believe, you know, things that have been embedded in her head since she was a single digit. Um, you know, so she's a very strong person for being able to, to just be the way she is. Mm -hmm. And it's happened over time, right? Like I think people think yes. they're going to walk into their these kids' lives or this you know the, this broken family's lives, and all of a sudden it's just going to be e an easy process, and that's so not the case. Big lie. And so you know what the I think Dr. Phil or I read it on Psychology Today, and you know, I'm just kidding. In one of the in <laughs> professional journals, I'll say it takes the average family five to seven years to blend. So if you are a newly single person and you got kids and you want to introduce your new boyfriend or you're a dad out there and you're ready to move on, you need to understand just because you're ready to move on, your kids are not. They still want you to be with their other parent. Even if you've never been in a relationship with them, kids have this innate desire for their parents to be together. I mean, heck, I got 40-year-old clients right now who are giving their 72-year-old stepmother a hard time. Because they want mom and dad to be back together. So people don't really get over that. And that's something that you just kind of got to accept. Like, you know, if you're, if you're raising your kids to be emotionally intelligent human beings, then one day they'll just accept it. Be like, all right, this person ain't going anywhere. So let me just accept them. But it takes a lot of patience on everyone's part. So what mistakes do you see at the beginning of the blending process? Like what do people do automatically that is just wrong that you just want to say, stop, rewind, and do it again? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. How long y'all got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to be here a while. So I see people automatically come in buying these children's affection. You don't have to do that because kids can see right through that. You know, you don't have to buy them. You don't have to bribe them. Um, if they, if they like you, cool. More than likely, they're going to just like you for who you are. You don't ever want to build a relationship with children or anybody because of the things that you can do for them. So don't try to buy them. Um, the next one is insisting, and that you would think that this is just common sense, but I've seen people do this, insisting that your stepchildren called you mom or dad. 
and not, you know what, insisting that your significant other's children call you mom or dad. That's not okay. They have a parent. There's no need for you to replace them. You can come up with a really cool nickname. My stepkids, my name is, uh, at first they call me Miss Naja because I'm from the South and uh, children don't call adults by their first name. So we agreed upon Miss Naja and then some sort of way it morphed into my Naja. They call me my Naja and I was like, how sweet is that? That's really cool. I love it. So, you know, you can come up with any sort of name. I call my mother-in-law Maha, you know, so just something to know that you respect and honor, no matter how you feel about their other parent, something to let these children know that, hey, your other parent is still a part of you. And I'm going to try to learn to love all parts of you. And speaking of love, the third thing that I see that is just a big mistake is people expecting for love and this strong bond to happen immediately. You didn't fall in love with their parent overnight. So these kids ain't going to fall in love with you overnight either. You got to give it time. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, bad mouthing their other parent. You would think this is common sense, but you have to remember this child's other parent, not the one that you're in love with, but the one who you probably don't care for too much. That is their favorite human being in the world besides the, the, the person that you're with. Their mom is their favorite woman in the world. Their dad is their favorite guy. And so you coming in bad mouthing them is automatically going to put this child on defense. So please watch your mouth. If you don't have anything nice to say, just wince and smile. But for God's sakes, do not be the one. Even if the other person is talking bad about you and you know it, don't fall into that because they're going to give their own parent a lot of grace. You got one good time to mess up and your name is Mud. Mm-hmm. And there are so many obstacles. I was this is sort of off topic a little bit, but mm-hmm. have you watched a marriage story on Netflix? I've not watched it yet. I'm trying to wait on my husband to sit down so we can uh, together. I, you know, it's it's a little bit slow, but I really feel like I learned a lot because as somebody who hasn't gone through divorce, mm-hmm. I feel like I had no I mean, I know this is just one instance and it's Hollywood and but just yeah. the, way that, the way that they show how the two of them start out really amicably, like they really want to get along, you know, the the husband and the wife, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, they mm-hmm. they really want to go into it like they just they don't even want want to really use lawyers and everything. And uh, you know, you have to watch it, but you just see how the system just and it wasn't I mean it was literally like the system was designed for them to absolutely abhor each other by the end of the movie mm. I've seen so many well-meaning couples that were trying to uncouple get bamboozled by the family court system because it's just called family court but it's not really it's not really for the family it's not really meant to preserve your family once you leave out of those courtroom doors so I I can I haven't seen the movie yet I plan on watching it but um yeah you know there's some court is like war and I I talk to a lot of family law attorneys and the one thing they say is court is like war because you got to think about it you're sleeping in the bed with this person for many many years you love each other you built a life together and then now you have you can't even talk to each other because you got to talk to my lawyer I got to talk to yours and we're on the opposite sides of the courtroom And so your lawyer, your representative is telling you all the stuff that you can get. And my lawyer is telling me all this stuff that, hey, listen, you're being too nice. You know, you could get this. What about when he gets someone else? Like these people, if you don't find a lawyer to represent you that has a good heart and that's a good person, then they're going to destroy your family. And guess what? These tens of thousands of dollars 
thousands of dollars that you have paid them in legal fees, they're going to send their kids to college with it. And guess what? You're going to have to go and mortgage your home. And you're not going to be able, be able to talk to your co-parent because you hate each other now. Mm-hmm. So you have to just keep your eyes on the prize and say, all right, what's the most important thing here? Because I still got to talk to this person once we leave out of these doors. Right. Yeah, it was crazy to me what 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 you see that happens and the mm. lawyers and you know one gets a a really hard lawyer so the other one tries to get an even harder like it just is a whole back and forth it turns into this crazy battle and it's just it's devastating to watch I can only imagine what it's like to live it. And most people don't recover from this. If you have a nasty divorce, the chances of you guys going out and um having ice cream after graduation is slim to none. You're almost putting a permanent stake in what could have been a positive co-parenting coexistence. So is it possible to avoid that for people who are starting the process or thinking about starting the process? Oh my God. Absolutely. The first, if you know, if you have a lot of assets, then yeah, it is best to have legal representation to help you to split all your stuff up. Most people can't do their own divorces if they have assets and it's a divorce with kids. So the first thing I would tell a person, a couple to do that's considering divorce is to sit down, get a list of all your assets and see what you can agree upon yourselves. Even right now, it's so dumbed down for us because of the internet. You can even go and find a suitable custody schedule. So if you want to save a lot of money and a lot of pain, you find yourself an attorney and you're uh, almost former spouse, they'll find theirs. And then you simply tell your attorneys what you want. And if this attorney does try to convince you to, oh, you can get more, oh, you can do this, then you, this, you're the client. That means you're the boss. You are signing their paycheck. You get to tell them, listen, I am here so that you can represent me. You, I, I want somebody that has my family's best interest at heart. I, this is exactly what I need you to do. I don't want the suggestions, okay? And this is, you know, it, it, you have to be strong because they're really good about getting in your ear. Really good. What if he's hiding assets, though? Well, did the person cheat? Oh, is there more money? What about family property? Like, they're really good about this and they can appeal to our nature. You're the most, one. I feel like when, when a woman is, is in childbirth and you're going through a divorce or you're experiencing the death process, which is similar to divorce, you're at one of the most vulnerable times in your life. You kind of need other people. So you got to surround yourself with people that have the same goals as you. If your goal is to be a nasty, cold-hearted bitch, then you're going to find an attorney real fast that'll represent you. I don't know if we're just not like that or we don't have enough assets. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I just, if we were, if we were to split up, I, I couldn't think of one thing that I'd argue with. Like, well, I don't care. You say <laughs> that now. You think yeah, so? No, yeah. That's what they said at the beginning. You have to watch the rest of yeah. it. You started watching with me. That's what they said at the beginning of the movie. I know, again, yeah. I know it's just one example or whatever, but, you know, they're just showing that at the beginning, you, it just, it breaks you. Well, I know the kids is a huge obstacle and that setup of that whole scenario, but I don't consider them assets. But looking around with everything besides the kids, I just can't think of like one thing. I'm like, shit, I'm, I really need to keep that chair <laughs> right you well know? this was different you know because sometimes in certain situations someone wants to move to a different place and yeah you know to be with a new a new uh 
boyfriend or girlfriend or and then you're dealing with the kids and you have to okay. you have to watch you have to watch it um, well, I'll give you an idea of what divorce is like all around the country across the board and no I'm just kidding it's right, like one situation but well, as you could tell I've never thoroughly thought this through myself so <laughs> yeah throw that I out there I- mom deserves better than a drugstore card This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com you all the ideas I've come I'm up sure with. I'm sure you have a list. <laughs> so talking about a support network, like you were saying, as a friend, as, how can you support another friend who is going through a bad divorce or trying to blend a family? Like what kind of things sh- can you say or do or not say or do? Mm, mm, mm. So when I first started going through the drama and like this unbelievable a reign of terror that I felt was just happening in my life. I will talk to anybody that will listen. So my sisters, my BFFs, um, my parents sometimes. And I'll tell you guys this, these people, they love you. And let's just say you decide to work it out with this person that you're with. If you're complaining to them all the time and you decide to stay with your person, your family is not as forgiving as you. Um, So if you're a friend of a person that's going through this or you yourself are, you got to find someone that is unbiased to talk to. Get yourself a coach, um, a therapist. Maybe you're a trainer at the gym. Find a person that is not attached to you in such a way that they feel responsible for your heart. Because our families, they, oh my God, honey. Like my family loved, absolutely loved my, he was my boyfriend at the time. They absolutely loved him. Even my dad, especially. My dad was like, I mean, you know, baby, it's just so... And you know, my dad, he's like my dad's son now. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, I would just tell you to go find you someone else to talk to. Because this kind of stuff is too heavy for just a regular friendship or relationship. I lost two friends during when things were kind of crazy in my life because I was so laser focused on this one bad part of my life. And they were just like, it's just too much. It's like, you're, you're, it's just too much. And it's too much for a real friendship, honestly. It's too much for just a, a natural, normal friendship. But as a friend, also, when, when one of your friends is going through it, like, you, you, you don't want to back off, right? Like, you, you kind of yeah. want them know you're going to be there. You, got, you don't want to back off, but then it's like, you got to set boundaries because I, we all know friendships go through transitions, such as life, but if, if it's hard to sit and watch your friend suffer, right? Yeah. You know, you don't want to see them going through this crap. So you can say, hey, listen, I don't mind listening to you, but I just, it's hard for me to be objective here. And I hate seeing you suffer like this. Here's a therapist. I I really think you need to get some professional help because this is way out of my range. And trust me, this will save your friendship in the long run. It honestly will. Because your friend, that's too much to pour on another person. I was wondering what, what kind of things I heard oh, you talking a little bit about this on your podcast and it was so mm-hmm. interesting to hear because I think that you think about a stepmom and the biological mom 
and they have all of these um, thoughts about one another and all of these like ideas about one another. What do you want? And I know, again, generalizing, but what do you want a step parent or a stepmom specifically to know about like a biological mom and, you know, and, and to not, you know, mm-hmm. be thinking negative, negatively about them and vice versa. Like what are the things that they're thinking about each other that is probably wrong? So in my book, Girl Bye, she's not going anywhere. Neither are you available on Amazon. <laughs> I have a, y'all like how I did that? Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> so I have an entire chapter about, um, you know, it's called She's Not Going Anywhere, Neither Are You, because it's it's a book for stepmothers and biological mothers. And I was like, if I could just get these two women in the same room to kind of clear up some of these um, wrong thoughts, they would be so much happier. And of course, you I don't know if you, you some of you out guys out there are listening, that if, you, if you're in a high conflict situation, then you know the chances of sitting across the table from that step parent or biological parent in your life is slim to none. So one of the things that, and stepmoms, please don't get mad at me for this, but I can say this because I'm one of you. That woman, that baby mama, that ex-wife, she don't want your man. She does not want him. She's been there, done that, written a book about it, and they are not together for a reason. Most of the times a stepmother will think that a biological mother's nasty behavior is because she's still in love with the ex. Now, mind you, she might be heartbroken because her family has come apart or she's embarrassed that she could not make it work or she's angry that her children are now statistics or she doesn't know how she's going to put her life together without his financial support or him being in the home. But chances are she doesn't want him back. She might not even want the idea of him back. So that's something that I want us to kind of, you know, let go of and I know a lot of you are saying that's not true well honey if she wants your man oh well hold on tight to him I I wasn't talking to you there I would say for a a stepmom I mean I would say for a biological mother mom that stepmother does not want to be your children's mom I guarantee it and I can I'm a stepmom I can tell you I ain't trying to go to every doctor's visit parent teacher conference um, you know, I'll kiss boo-boos, I'll take them shopping, I'll do the fun stuff. Um, uh, but I'm a bonus in their lives. I'm not a custodial step parent. Custodial step parents have a totally different set of responsibilities, much respect to them. What does but that mean, a custodial step parent? Custodial means that this child is they live in your home. They live in your home, they reside with you. That means your your partner doesn't have 50-50. Well, that means your partner doesn't have like the every other weekend visitation. That means you see this kid every other weekend and for long holidays and summer visitations. Um, but the coast, they, their main custodial residence is with their other parent. Okay. Yeah. So I would say moms, this woman doesn't want to be your kid. Like mommy is a hard job. It's probably one of the toughest jobs. No, no offense to fathers. Shout out to all the good dads out there, but being Thank a mom you. ain't easy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> being a mom ain't easy because you sit and see the responsibilities that your wife bears um and vice versa i know you guys have a great respect for one another but to think that this woman wants to take over and be their mother is a very slim it's an impossibility number one because don't nobody want your damn kids girl okay (laughs) she's really excited to send your kids back to you so she can get back to doing her thing with her man 
So while they're with her, if this woman, if you have mamas, if you have a woman in your life that is in a stepmommy role to your kids and she treats those kids good, get her a damn Starbucks gift card. Don't be a bitch to her because she does not have to do a thing for your children. Okay. Right. Please believe that. Just and just remember that. Remember, get over yourselves, both women, stepmoms and, and, and biological mothers. If this woman is good, acknowledge that. If you're not in a place where you can talk to her, and if your man and your ex-partner is the intermediary right now, and you want to send a positive salutation to that woman, and, and, and she's not batshit crazy, then do it. Do it. There's nothing wrong with these children seeing a positive example of women that can get along. Yeah, it's hard because when I think about my kids, you know, maybe having a step parent or another really, really strong female role in their life, it does, my, makes my it makes me really uneasy. I mean, I, I I can I can't imagine you know seeing them like hugging her, and I, I have to be honest. No, it, I understand. It, like, actually, I was just about to say before, I, is it possible that the biological mom just might not want? you know, her husband back, but she needs to show dominance. She needs to show she's the biological mom. She's not, she's letting you know she's feeling threatened. as the stepmom. Hey, listen, I was here first. These are my kids. This is the way things are going to be. And I don't want him back, but I, I'm showing dominance over you. CBD is everywhere these days, and it's really hard to figure out which is a company that you can trust. And that was my biggest hesitation with trying CBD. And it took me three years to finally pick a company that I really trusted and I really loved. And I picked Feels because they really seem like they're doing it the right way. And Feels does it as a tincture, which is the safest, most effective delivery system for CBD. When taken sublingually or under the tongue, CBD is more rapidly and efficiently absorbed for maximum benefit. The effects last longer than they do from smoking or vaping and without the negative byproducts. Feels is grown with care and hand harvested by Colorado and Oregon farmers following organic farming practices. Their goal is to produce the purest end product available. Before Feels reaches your hands, they test every batch produced with a third-party lab to ensure purity and consistency. My favorite part of Feels is that if you're nervous, and I was so nervous that I wasn't doing it right, and it's very hard to figure out which is the right amount for you, Feels has a real human support hotline to help guide you and make the most of your personal experience with CBD. So you get on the phone with any questions you have and they're so patient, they walk you through everything. Get Feels delivered straight to your doorstep. Become a member and get 50% off your first order. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash M&M and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash M&M to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Valentine's Day is coming up. And if you have not checked out Lovebook yet, please do yourself a favor. Go check out Lovebook for Valentine's Day. It is perfect. I went on their website. I made Danielle a Lovebook. And it was so much fun. I got to make these little cartoons of me and Danielle. 
And I had so much fun doing it, and it's so easy to do. You can choose from so many templates, either already filled out, or you can customize the whole thing. It's so easy and so much fun to do. Also, if you want to keep your kids busy for a little while, and they can create for their grandparents or their teacher That's or somebody. That's a really good idea. Oh my God, it's a whole activity. Our kids did yeah. it for my mom, and I that. swear to God, it took them like an hour, and they loved it. It's like an arts and crafts project, but you also get a gift out of it, a really awesome, unique gift. So I highly recommend have parents have your kids do it for the you know your spouse or whomever they're that will keep them busy so you have to go to lovebookonline.com slash mnm that's caps mnm and use promo code also caps mnm 20 for 20 percent off that's lovebookonline.com slash mnm caps mnm promo code mnm 20 for 20 percent off check it out So I believe that a lot of our adverse behaviors are rooted in fear. And when you see a person acting out or they're being short with you, or, you know, if, if you, you meet a new step, you meet um, a dad and he's really rude to stepdad and he's unable to show his appreciation. You know, it's like that dude is scared because we want to be the leading ladies and the leading fellas in our children's lives. But you have this new person impeding on the territory and then you're afraid that this person might be better than you you're afraid that your kids really might start to take a strong liking you don't want this other person to be a strong influence to your kid because dr shivali one of my favorite authors and speakers she Mm -hmm. says that parenting is one of the most ego-driven jobs that you will ever have and she ain't lying it is. It, it's a really ego-driven job. And so seeing a step-parent come into your life, like you just said, you were like, listen, I, I don't know. I would feel uneasy with my kids hugging another woman who is in a mothering role. I mean, for God's sake, she even gets a name stepmom. And he gets a name stepdad just by being there off default. So you're automatically going to be defensive. So yeah, you're not wrong in those feelings. But the only time when people, when we are wrong is we start to exhibit that to the children. And we, we discourage kids from loving these people we give our ex a hard time because they have a new person that's in that role. That's when you're wrong. When your insecurities and fears start to hurt other people. So how do you deal with that when that starts to happen to you as the biological parent? How do you, what are some tips that you can give to keep it in check and say, you know, really, I mean, cause honestly, if, like you said, if it's a good person and I'm all for, like I'm the parent who I want tons of influences in my kids' lives. I want people of, you know, all different, you know, backgrounds and, and, you know, ideas and, and family life and everything. But then I, right, there comes a time when I'm going to say to myself, okay, that person is too close. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just being honest because that would threaten me. That's threatening, right? So, First of all, you got to just admit to yourself, like, you're a strong woman. You're a big woman for just saying, damn, I would be threatened by that. Hell, I would too. You know, I feel like that's any parent's worst nightmare is knowing that someone else is going to teach your kid to ride their bike or your daughter might get her period for the first time and a stepmom has to take her to, you know, help her out with that. Or, you know, it, that kind of stuff is hard. Or what if your kid has a boo-boo and they ask for their step-parent? That's probably equivalent to being stabbed in the heart for a very loving parent. So you have to first realize that as a biological parent, mom and dad, you are the person that your baby wants. If a step parent is showing them love, I can guarantee you, like, let's just say they do a fun activity. They're when they're with a step parent, 
oh, they're, they, they went to the zoo and they saw a panda and they're seeing a panda for the first time. The first person they're going to want to tell about it is mom or dad. Yes, they might have all these wonderful life experiences with a step parent, but it's not you. And I can, the best way I can equate that is think about it this way. Think about it. A step parent is kind of like, you know, you're in a relationship with the, with the love of your life and you guys break up. And there's this guy that's chasing you. He's bringing you ice cream. There's this girl. She's kind of hot, but she ain't your ex, but she's kind of hot. And she, you know, she's cool. She'll do. But then you still, in your heart of hearts, you have that burning desire to be with that love of your life. That's kind of like what it is for your kid to be with their step parent. It's like, all right, you treat me good. You know, I, I really do have a love for you. I might even love you, but I, I want this person. I want my mom. Even in after the parent, the, the cases of absentee parents, where a stepmother is raising the child or a stepdad is 100% the only father figure in a child's life, every human being has a burning desire to know their biological parent and to get love from them. So even if you weren't there, mom or dad, this kid would still want you because they need you. They don't need their step parent. And this is not to minimize the role or the effectiveness of a step parent, but you know, you're step for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I, I would want parents to just gain a sense of confidence in that your baby wants you. All you got to do is just be there. You can do the least and your child will still think it's just the best thing since sliced bread. All right. So is there a time when you just give up as a, you know, as a step parent or a biological parent on that relationship with the other person? Like what are the, what are the limits that until you just say, I can't do it. I can't have any kind of relationship with them. My main thing is, you know, that you can't have a relationship with that person if there's been like some sort of physical violence. That's a cutoff. That's an automatic cutoff. You know, I'll tell you that I don't really see it being able to work because if they violated you physically, if they've caused you bodily harm, um, then yeah, like we, we can't really, we're not going to be in the same room together because you're going to jail. So I would just say, <laughs> you know, if it's gotten physically violent, then you know, this is not the type of person who you need to, uh, you need to have a parallel relationship with them. Um, if they have shown you repeatedly, that they don't respect you and that they just don't want to talk to you, then guess what? You got to chuck it up and go about your business elsewhere. If you know, just, and I would say those are the two main things. There's a, a, a few more, but if they make you feel nasty because they are constantly disrespectful and they, and you don't get a good vibe from them, the energy is always off. That means this person is not ready to have you in their lives. They still, or they just don't know how to, cope with your role because it's very difficult I even some of the some of the best parents I know when I've seen them them have to become a co-parent as opposed to being a romantic partner to a person they flipped their shit they mm -hmm. gave a step parent hell they just and these are good people but sometimes good people are just placed in situations they just don't know how to handle and if you're a person that's on the receiving end of that you got to step back and let them finish their journey and if they, if you don't see the journey is finished and stay away from them, because you don't really have to communicate with them. It ain't your job. All right, but there are families out there. This is one of one of my big questions because, okay, especially with celebrities, you, and I don't know how much of it is bullshit and how much of it is real, but you do see 
a lot of relationships out there that, you know, like you talked about conscious uncoupling. And I always think about Gwyneth Paltrow because she's sort of, yeah. isn't she the one who sort of like coined that term? Yeah, man, people are so damn rich. If I had millions of dollars, my ass would be consciously uncoupling too. <laughs> no, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Right. And and I see that, like you see, you know, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner taking their kids on vacation together. And like Scotty Pippen says that he and his ex-wife are best friends. And to me more and Bruce Willis, like, wh- okay, so what are, what might these couples other than being rich as hell and like being able to, you know, buy and sell any kind of help that they need, what might these couples, you know, in real life also, what are they doing right? Finances, and I hate to say it's all about money, but a big part of uh, uh, one of the biggest causes of contention when it comes to divorcing, or even if people weren't married, you know, they just have kids together, is splitting the time and the money. And one thing that the wealthy have is they got a lot of money, maybe they don't have a lot of time, but then they found a way to make it feel even. All of this stuff boils down to how you make me feel. And it's, I would just say this, the matters of the heart, they can be handled a little bit better when you can't afford the top therapist. Or you're you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go get some lipo. I'm going to go to Bora Bora for a month for a healing retreat. But if you are just a regular human being out there, then you have to figure out how to live your life and still cope and survive with a broken heart. And so... I'm just going to say, like, look at a lot of the big celebrities that, you know, you just named some that are in great situations, but look at some that hate each other. Look at Charlie Sheen and Denise. Uh, what's her name? Yes. Look mm-hmm. at them. Still yeah. in court, like in battle. And Charlie Sheen makes what? All, he made like a million bucks an episode from that one show. Right. He's doing really reality TV right now. Right. So she, people don't handle it because people don't know, you know, don't take care yeah. of each other. Exactly. So. Yeah. I would say, yeah, money makes it a little bit easier, but then, oh, and look at Usher and his um, ex-wife. I believe he won custody because, you know, the ex was just having a lot of issues, like personal issues, and he ended up being awarded custody because of her behavior. So a lot of it's money, but then a lot of it is, you know, you might be dealing with an unhinged personality. You might be dealing with a disordered personality and people throw words like narcissistic and bipolar and manic and borderline personality. They throw that stuff around a lot, but I mean, it's, it's true. You really might dealing with, be, be dealing with somebody that is just disordered and you'll never have peace. Mm-hmm. So is it possible for like real people to have those conscious uncoupling and these wonderful relationships with their ex? And mm-hmm. is it something that if you're in it right now and you're feeling like, oh my God, it will, we'll never be able to have a relationship. We'll never be able to co-parent, you know, successfully or blend our family successfully. Is it, is there hope? Absolutely. I see people, I see poor folks do it all the time. I see middle income. I see, I see people do it all the time, but you have to be at such a level to where number one, you decide, you have to make the decision. You know what? I want to get along with you. I want to be able to sit together at the kids basketball games. And you know what? Bring your other person along too. Can we start over? You can literally start over. I've even seen cases where there has been infidelity and the dad and the new stepdad who mom was cheating with you know these guys go out and get beer because these people made the decision hey let's have some forgiveness and let's do this for our children 
their grievances, they just determined that their grievances were far less important than allowing these children to feel love from everybody in their village. Mm -hmm. But everybody I know that has a good situation, they honestly made the decision or they had a really good example growing up. Like they grew up really with a really cool stepmom or stepdad or their parents divorced early and their parents just taught them emotional intelligence. So, you know, either they kind of just had a good example or they made a a very firm decision that this is how we're going to be. And it, it's not, it can't be a one-sided thing. It has to be both people making that decision. It can work for sure. So what is that? A series of discussions and stuff? Like, how do you start that? If you are a person that's listening to this right now and you kind of want to get along with your baby mama or your baby daddy, um, but you know, there's been contention. You guys have maybe fought in court. Maybe they did cheat on when you, when they left you, maybe they're not paying their child support. Like you feel they should, maybe she's withholding the kids. Like there's a reason that people do all this stuff. Number one, fear and they're hurt. So, and, uh, and if you have a, a restraining order, don't go to jail. Listen to Ms. Naja. Don't text this person. Cause I said so. But if you're a person in this situation, it's kind of cloudy right now. The one thing you can do is you, it can be just as simple as sending a text. What do, what do we all want? We all want to feel acknowledged. We want to feel seen. We want respect. We want people to just say, show appreciation for how hard we work. If you said something like, hey, listen, I know that we haven't been on the right, on the same page in a long time, but I want to start to doing the work. I want to start doing the work to change that. I, I, I acknowledge that you are a great mother. You are a wonderful dad. You take great care of these kids. They talk about you nonstop. If you are available so that you and I can have a quick five-minute conversation, not about the kids, but in order to build a better co-parenting relationship, could you let me know what time is good to call you? And y'all, if you can just type that up and send that, maybe you'll get a good reception. Now, I don't know what you did to this person. I don't know who they are, but if you have some semblance of a decent thing with this person, then trust me, they don't want to fight with you because it's hard keeping up a fight. Y'all know that, right? It's really hard keeping up this exhausting. It's exhausting. So just as exhausted as you are, they're tired of it too. So why not be the person to just pop that balloon and let some of that air of tension out? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And it would be so I, I think about it, it would be it's probably would be so cool to like be one of those kids who both sets of parents, you know, they get along. Oh and, the kid yeah. is so free because they don't have to uphold any loyalties when they're in either home. The kid is free. And you guys, you know, I'm, I'm in, in real life. I'm a step family coach and I got a lot of kids that I coach. The number one reason that these kids, your children feel all this anxiety is because of you. It ain't TV. It ain't the internet. It ain't media. It's not the bully. It's because their parent has put them in some compromising position and they have to uphold adult grievances. And that's too, I mean, hell, you can't even do that. Us adults can't even do it, but look at the positions you're putting your children in. So a lot of this stuff, mom and dad, it comes from us, comes from me and you. Oh, I know. I just, (laughs) I know it makes me so sad to think about, but I know it's like a real problem and over 50, what 50, over 50% of families are dealing with this. 50% of people are not raising a child with the person they biologically made that child with. Half of us are doing that. And most of us don't know how to effectively do it. So the kid is not all twisted and confused and caught up in some invisible 
loyalty bind. Well, I'm glad that you're there to help. Yes, me too. I I love what you're doing and, uh, you know, your platforms are wonderful and you have that Facebook group and that sounds incredible. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I have two Facebook groups. I have one called Blended in Black and you ain't got to be black to be in the group, guys. Um, And I have one called VIP Stepmom. Now, a VIP Stepmom is if you're thinking about becoming a stepmother or you're already one, then um, either group you know, either group. One is really big, one is kind of small, but you know, wherever you're most comfortable, I, I, I welcome you. I have the, the websites, um, blended in black and I have VIP stepmom.com, uh, which is actually a membership community because you know, it's stepmother and it's personal to me, you know, it's really personal. And there's a lot of things that a lot of ways that I'm very effective with my clients that would not be cool for me to say on the web wide world wide web. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I, I started a membership so that women that actually want the help, um, can come and get it. Cause I don't want anybody to take years to get to the, the place that it took me, you know, when it is not supposed to hurt that bad, it ain't supposed to take that long. I took the scenic route so that other women don't have to. And so I've kind of just packaged it and made it so that I can yank them out of that pain and anguish that they feel so they can get back to some sort of, sort of normalcy, you know, having a good life and enjoying that relationship. Yeah. And I would imagine that just like any other trauma that you've been through, that just knowing that other women are there going through it and you can communicate with them is really Um, huge too. Yes. Having a sense of community feels good, doesn't it? It really does. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. I I hope that everyone will check you out. And I know that we get messages all the time saying, you know, this is, I'm a step parent and I don't know how to deal with this. And, uh, you know, my knowledge of it is very limited, although I want to be supportive. And so one of the greatest ways of support is to find somebody like you to help them. So thank you. I appreciate, I really, really look, like I said before, I'm a fan. I was so happy to to get you guys' email. I can't wait till we can meet up in real life. I do. I can't wait to. I, I love listening to your podcast. I think that you are doing such a great job and it is binge worthy and it really is. I, I learned a lot and it's just also a lot about relationships that you can learn. Yes. Not just, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be exes. And I found myself nodding in my head in agreement with a lot of stuff with these people and I've never been through a divorce. So yeah, I'm going to have to check out the Yeah, the you podcast. need to. Listen, need to. I didn't leave by the way. I, I shut up about 20 minutes ago and haven't said anything. Because number one, I know nothing about what we're talking about this whole time. And I've just been learning, sitting back here, listening yeah. to you talk and enjoying hearing what you have to say. So Aww. I'm going to have to check out your podcast. This is really educational. Not, I don't want to say educational, honey. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nurturing my brain here to just learn what's you going on out there. You're calling me honey and not her. Oh, th- no, I was talking about <laughs> Oh, you're talking yeah. He was talking to me. He was calling I'm honey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Nasha. We really appreciate you being here. It was so great talking to you and um, definitely martinis soon in person. Love to. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. All Anytime. right. It was awesome. Thanks so much. You have a great night. Good night. All right. Bye bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.